Welcome to the Influential Personal Brand Podcast. This is the place where you'll learn cutting-edge personal brand strategies from today's most recognizable influencers. We're going to teach you how to build a rock-solid reputation and then how to turn that reputation into revenue. I'm your lead host, Rory Vaden, co-founder of Brand Builders Group, Hall of Fame speaker, and New York Times bestselling author of Take the Stairs. Welcome to this special recap edition of the Influential Personal Brand Podcast. In just a minute, you're going to hear myself and my wife and business partner, AJ, do a debrief recap and summary of our most recent interview with our big takeaways. But before we dive into that, I just wanted to let you know that people often ask us, What is the first step to building a personal brand? And if that is you or someone you know, then you have come to the right place because we have put together for you a free video short course to help you get started. Just visit firststep.brandbuildersgroup.com to get access. In it, we're going to walk you through what exactly is the genesis of a personal brand and the six key questions that every personal brand must be able to answer, but that almost none ever do. So go ahead and visit again, firststep.brandbuildersgroup.com to get started, and we'll see you there. Now on with the recap. Welcome to this special recap edition of the Influential Personal Brand. I'm joined by Amanda Johns, my wife, CEO of Brand Builders Group. And we're excited to talk about Susie Moore because we're excited to talk about publicity. And for those of you that are in our monthly membership program at Brand Builders, we have been preparing you for launch and taking you through building your funnels and getting your brand positioning and building your, you know, locking down your websites. And, and, you know, we're in a phase right now where we're talking about launching and media is one really important part of that. And Susie is one of the very specific experts on that. And we've known her for years and just, I've learned a lot. And I would say that for me, when you go back and listen to the interview, for me, this interview was very empowering. It made me feel like demystified. It. it demystified, it. yeah. Yeah. So I would say my first big takeaway, right? This is our, our top three and three, and AJ and I are pretty aligned on this particular episode. Or so he thinks. Which I always find to be <laughs> surprising later that perhaps we're not as aligned as we once thought. But I think the first one for me was just do it yourself. And everyone thinks you got to go spend $25,000 or 10 or 15 or $100,000 to hire a publicist. And Susie really said, no, people don't mind booking you direct. They like booking you direct. They get a sense of your personality and they get to know who you are. And it's not one of those things that it adds credibility necessarily by talking to your people. It's one of those things that they, they like connecting with you directly. Yeah, I think uh, publicists beware. (laughs) Susie is making this a do-it-yourself type of situation. I think what some of the information that she shared is just like really simple and tactical about who to look for. Like you're looking for the editor and their contact information is everywhere. Mm -hmm. It's online, it's in the articles, it's in the news outlets. It's not that hard to find, but it's 
looking for the editor. And from there, it's making sure that you have a pitch worthy topic. Mm. And uh, that was kind of like on your says, like do it yourself. It's like, you don't need a publicist to go and find these people. Actually, I really thought it was interesting that Susie said that she talks to editors all the time that when they hear from a publicist, they just delete. Yeah. And they said, reason being, is there a middleman pitching something that I want to talk to the person directly? I want to hear their pitch, their spin, their take on it. And I don't need a publicist to get in the way. So if I had to go through them, I just delete it. Well, that was really... Yeah, that's, you would think the default would be the opposite. Like, I want my publicist to filter, but that's not the case that she's experienced. Which is, which is different. I think, you know, like when you're pitching a book proposal at Bestseller Launch Plan, we talk about you, you, really, you really need a literary agent you because they rely on them to filter. But in the media, not so much. It's they the said, com- well, the reason being is like everyone can have a pitch or a spin. It's a different world. Maybe 10 years ago, you really needed a publicist. That's not the case today with the influencer model taking off and social media and blogs and podcasts. It's you are your own news outlet. And that's a, it's a content contribution is a different game today than it was. I will lead into my second one. All right. So I thought this was uh, really interesting and I just liked it. I think it's relevant to today with COVID-19 coronavirus uh, going worldwide, not in a good way. How are you making your topic, your content relevant to what's happening in current media? That's the big word, relevant. To what's happening today. And I thought it was really a good reminder and refresher. Wasn't necessarily new information, but a great reminder of, are you making your content relevant to what is pertinent and on everyone's mind, what everyone is talking about and how are you tailoring? So if you're a mommy blogger, right? You're thinking, okay, well, how do I make COVID-19 relevant to my content? Well, if you're a mommy blogger, it's like, how do you keep your kids safe? How do you keep your house clean? How do you do all the little things where it's like, if you're out in public and so how are you tailoring your content today to make it relevant to what's happening in the news and what's already on the top of everyone's conversation. And, you know, we did this just this week. Rory and I had a conversation about how do we make personal branding relevant to the conversation that's in the media today, which is the coronavirus. Mm -hmm. And so we talked about like the importance of growing a digital business, a online business with your personal brand. So it's how to keep your personal brand profitable in the midst of a potential health pandemic. Um, and that's which is the best time to have a personal brand because and a virtual business. A virtual business, like this is this is the time that you want to have a virtual business and be set up and that's a way to be take relevant personal branding and apply it to what's on everyone's media outlet right now is oh my gosh, you cannot like I probably get ten emails a day about the coronavirus. And so this is just how are you making what you're talking about relevant to whatever's happening? And I loved th- it. I think as a part of that where she's saying like how do you pitch? Okay. So one is tie your expertise to something happening in the news cycle. The other thing that she said that just stuck with me, which is simple, but was just be succinct. Mm-hmm. Be extremely clear and direct and specifically another sort of semi-surprising thing was you got to avoid the me monster, which was that the editors don't actually care that much about your background. Like you don't have to be the world's leading PhD or the world's leading researcher. Like 
or have a Patreon bio. Yeah, I mean, it, you, yeah, you don't need those things. They don't really care that much about you. They care about what can you deliver to their audience in a segment that is useful and valuable and explain that quickly and concisely and that along with a relevant topic is going to get you booked. So I think that was my, my second thing. That's number three. My third one, and this was something that to me was a game changer for how I thought about media. And the first time I met Susie, she talked about this and it stuck with me ever since then. And it came up again during the interview, which is generally speaking, we all think about the big media hit is like TV, like, oh, I want to get on TV, like Good Morning America. Oh my gosh, like that would be amazing which would, is cool, right? It has some credibility boosting things. Huh. But what she said is go for the links. Go for the links. Meaning beyond TV, beyond radio, even beyond podcasting, and also beyond newspapers and traditional media outlets, it is that digital article that drives the most actual immediate traffic to what you're doing because they can drop a link directly to your lead magnet or to your blog or to your article or to your homepage or into your funnel or whatever. And that at the end of the day, when you're measuring the ROI on media, it's not about reach, it's about revenue. And, you know, we, we overestimate the value of reach and we underestimate the value, I think, of those direct links right into our funnel. And that was a big, that was a paradigm shifter for me. Yeah, I think that's really good. And I think that's really important just for your own trackability of was this article useful for me in terms of was it worth your time? And conversions and that's just, I think, really awesome. My last one is stop making it so hard. It doesn't have to be so hard. You can actually do this yourself, right? And I think one of the things that I really liked about as she was talking about stop making it so hard, stop making it harder than it is. You literally go to the media outlet that you're trying to pursue. You find the editor. Do a little research on the editor. What type of articles do they actually publish? Like three minutes of research. Yeah, three to five. Like what type of articles do they publish? Actually read one. What? Comment. Read on one. Like that's amazing. Who reads one? I know. So I think it was just like very simple. Like do your due diligence. If you want them to use your content in their media outlet, don't you think it would be worthwhile to do a little research on who's their audience, mm -hmm. what are they publishing, what's their take on things, and then actually comment on that and probably wouldn't hurt to like throw in a little flattery if you run across an article you really liked and said, hey, based on some recent articles that you've been publishing, I think your audience would really enjoy and appreciate something that I recently wrote. And you have pretty hair. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Probably you haven't seen them. Probably not that. But I think that's just really important. It's how often I just, as soon as we had this in the interview, I thought about we get pitched for people to be on this podcast quite a bit. Yeah. And they just had go in through our today. normal info at brainbuildersgroup.com, inquiry email address. And y'all, I'm, I'm not joking. There was one the other day. This is probably a couple of weeks ago, actually. But it was about the elderly population. And I'm like, have you looked at our website? Yeah. Not even close to a fit. And it Just a waste of time. It wasn't about personal branding. It wasn't about anything. And they were like, I think this would be a really good fit for your audience. I'm like, I don't think so. I don't think you know who our audience is. Someone's it's, wasting money on a publicist who's just throwing stuff, throwing out, there. stuff out there. Throwing stuff out there. And uh, it was, it's like immediately as soon as she said that, I mean, we think about 
how many people reach out to us to be a guest on the podcast that y'all, they have done zero research. They have no idea what we talk about, who our audience is or what we do and what an impact it would be to say, Hey, I listened to one of your podcasts here lately. I've got a take on this. This would be appealing to your audience. I would have read that. I would have inquired about that. Uh, we got to do the same thing. Yeah. We got to do the same thing. To what you're saying about stop making it so hard. It, it's, you know, we're on both sides of this where we're trying to get in the media and then also people are trying to come on to our stuff all the time. And you got to just remember like the media needs you as much, if not more than you need them. And yeah, stop making it so hard. So empowering interview, practical interview in many ways, I think paradigm shifting, at least for me and perhaps for you to go out and take advantage of a potentially massive traffic source, a way that you can immediately like today in the next hour drive <laughs> lots and lots of leads to whatever it is that you're doing. So that's what we try to be. And we try to have guests for you that are actionable and practical and paradigm Helpful shifting. And fun. And, and She's so fun. She is fun. She's so fun. She is fun. So thanks for being here. We'll catch you next time on the Influential Personal Brand. That's all we've got for this episode of the Influential Personal Brand Podcast. But here's some great news. One of the most valuable things you can do to help us and other new potential listeners to find our show is for you to both rate this show and leave a review. So as a special bonus for you, if you leave us a comment in iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you listen, take a screenshot of your review and email it to podcast at brandbuildersgroup.com. We will give you free 30-day access to 25 of our most popular interviews on video in your own private members-only area. So go right now, rate us, review us, and then send a screenshot of it into podcast at brandbuildersgroup.com. And we'll get you set up with free access to our most popular video interviews all in one place. Also, just please share, share, share this podcast with anyone who you think might enjoy it. And until next time, remember that building a business isn't nearly as valuable as building a reputation. 